0: Hello, and welcome to the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, I'm your host, well, one of your hosts, William Mankelow, and alongside me,
1: or quite a long way away from me today, is my co host, which is. Du-du-du-du. Hello, it's Stuart the Wild Man Rabbit. I've noticed you're going, hello, a bit more these days. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, 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 I'm, maybe I'm trying to put a little bit too much um, enthusiasm yeah. into my voice, right? Does, yeah,
1: does exactly. it come across no, as being yeah, exactly. genuine? It comes across as being genuine, but it's just, hello! <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, you're not that close to me this time. Uh, we're normally on over the telephone recording this uh, both in Oxford, but you're having a bath. I'm, I'm having a bath. We'll just leave it at that, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're in Bath. Yeah, this is our first episode,
0: first full episode of 2021, isn't it? What are you looking forward yeah. to in 2021
1: Stuart? What are we what are we looking forward to as a people's countryside? Oh, what are we looking forward to? Oh, wow! Uh, quadrupling our listenership and uh, going live in front of an audience—big aims, but you know that's that's what mm. as, that's what we always do, isn't it? We we aim
0: big yeah. because if you always if you aim big, you, mm. you'll you'll achieve amazing things. You don't know where your limit. You should never know. You should mm. never limit yourself. There's, there's always a. Mm. You should always make your your limits mm. limitless.
1: So uh, you you said uh, you're in the Bath. What county are you in at the moment? I'm in Oxfordshire. Where are you? Uh, Somerset. You're in the city of Bath. Uh, and uh, but uh, with the modern technology, everybody's local. The world is a small place.
0: We could be on the other side of the world from each other, couldn't we? And mm. uh, phone, just a phone call away.
1: Well, I was thinking about this before we started the recording. Local is where the... Ant- keeping things local is where the answers are in environmentalism. And the power of local shouldn't be overlooked. And it's about building communities. And, uh, and on this podcast, uh, we are building a community because... You're listening and we're the presenters and uh, taking this live online on Zoom, William, or maybe on another platform, um, uh, us as presenters and our listeners can be closer together and the listeners can ask us questions.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Uh, there are other other platforms are available, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. yeah, Zoom has become like sellotape in a way. But yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, we it's making that conversation available. You Know yeah. they're having a conversation. On, um, we like it, really is important to look at your local community and build up your local community, but actually mm. being able to c- connect to other local communities, it's the mm. global localism, isn't it? I think is what we're yeah. talking about here.
1: Exactly. But uh, online, uh, if we did this live online, we, we, we can see you uh, who are listening now, and you can see us. Uh, and uh, you, it'd be great to have listeners as part of the actual debate,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had. 70 listener questions. I think we've got to beyond 60-odd wow. questions now, haven't yeah, it we? Yeah, must be now. Um, must and be. we've had people return. Thanks very much. Mm.
1: And ultimately, we want to take this live onto the stage. We're, we've we got a, a a meeting very soon in early January, William, with a, with a theatre. We want to take this uh, on the stage, uh, and so listeners can come and join us uh, for yes. an experiential event. Uh, and we hope through that to actually show how events and theatres... Can be even more sustainable with how they run, building off what's already been achieved.
0: Indeed, yeah, and that's a, the no- another step in our big plans. We've got huge plans for 2021 yeah. and beyond. Uh, this is just oh, this is this is a, this is a big step in that direction.
1: So, our question for the day, our first one of 2021, is from Mick in Gowsington, which is in Oxford. Yeah, very close, and very
0: close to Oxford, actually, right? But we are staying very local with our questions this year.
1: Anyway, his question, Mick. Uh, it's discussed that we need to aim for net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And Mick thinks whether that is quick enough or capturing the carbon already emitted is truly being factored in remains to be seen. And uh, Mick says he has, he has to say if this transition happens too quickly, it could cause volatility in the oil industry and affect the world economy hugely on a global and local basis. And his question is: How can balance and measure be used in this necessary transition, William? Well, it's a big aim, isn't it? You know, we're just talking about you know big aims
0: in life and big big goals in life. That is a big aim to 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 cut it down by 2050. I suppose it all comes down to ad, ad, adaptation or adaptivity, if that's a word, of mm. these companies that are, um, you know, the oil industry basically. Um, Mm. Because the car industry, is if you take the car industry as an example, they are beginning to adapt. You can see that they're already developing. A lot of the major players uh, are already developing Mm. uh, electric cars or they've developed hybrid electric cars, which is a a step towards electric cars. So they're already adapting to it. So in a way, that adaptation is already, for me, already beginning. Um, I can see there could be some volatility later, maybe the next 10 years or so. Uh, mm. But I think COVID has sort of shown how it's sort of th- there is there's always going to be business and the businesses that are going mm. to disappear for whatever reason mm. and create some sort of volatility. I don't think you're going to be mm. able to get away with any sort any, without any volatility. What do you reckon, mm. Stuart?
1: Well, uh, I mean, I was thinking about this because uh, this question's been hanging out there for a while. We were going to record it before Christmas, but didn't get round to it. And I've been thinking for a long time that we actually do need the oil industry, as they actually have the established infrastructure in place to help achieve net zero. For example, they have the forecourts, the, the fuel filling station forecourts, to enable fast charging electric vehicles. And the, the you know they the, they're aware of the geological science, and, and they have that knowledge to help lock away the already emitted carbon. Um, which, which we need to do too we need to not just make ourselves net zero in what we produce we need to actively lock away what we've already produced but i think the oil industry is a key player in this
0: what well, because of their infrastructure already yeah
1: well yeah just what they have in place we haven't got you know they, they have the, the fuel stations that could be converted they have the staff
0: there's also the chains you know. of chain of logistics or the logistic chain yeah. as well that they have in place well th- that could probably yeah very very readily be adapted
1: to a different system i mean uh, uh, to me looking at uh, you know removing our reliance on fossil fuels it's about uh, you know mick says where's the balance we have to be balanced and measured in our reaction now i think the balance comes through understanding you know the full picture and if we convert over to um renewable energy there's millions and millions of new jobs there yeah yeah, I mean, again, again, again. Business has always
0: needed to adapt, and I think the bigger companies really understand that. And the ones that don't yeah. don't adapt won't 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 be here in fifty years' time. Yeah,
1: it's about redeployment of, of uh, impacted businesses uh, uh, because they have the workforce, especially in the oil industry. They have the workforce, the knowledge, and the infrastructure. If they're redeployed effectively. That, that's where the transition is made easier it is yeah but but i mean behind all this we're talking about real people uh, this is people's lives you know where are we're we're saying well we, we want to see the oil industry change drastically uh, and it, but and that's real people who are employed in that industry uh, and i think before any of these, this transition the measured transition Mick's talking about the clear pathways, Uh, need to be shown to the employers and the employees to make it less scary but but we have to remember most people who are employed i'm not i'm probably genuine generalizing here but i think it's true most people who are doing a job it is just a job
0: yeah you know something to bring the money doing it
1: because exactly to bring the money in and if they're working in the uh oil industry you know some 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 of those employers might be thinking okay it's not just a job we want to we want to keep the world powered if oil companies and their employees adapt to get towards renewables they're still achieving that end they're still powering the world yeah
0: i I think it comes back to adaptation you know i think that businesses these large businesses will either adapt or they'll disappear i'll also point out that the the oil industry is not a, a long hasn't been around that long really has it not in, really the grand, really, no. in the grand scheme of things. I, know, I I'm, if you think about a lot of businesses, a lot of industrial business hasn't been around for a long time anyway, but the oil industry mm. has only really been around, what, since since the internal combustion
1: engine, really, hasn't it? Mm. Which yeah, was I couldn't exactly say, but I'd say it's around then. 1920s, But the thing maybe? is, it's just, I mean, I'm just saying that all the employees that are scared what well, what's going to happen to our jobs if the oil industry is destroyed. Well, as I say, a lot of people are, are doing their job because it pays the bills... And if, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the aspirate, somebody's working in the oil industry with bigger aspirations, those aspirations can equally be met through renewables. Yeah. But, you know, if we don't do this, we might not have an inhabitable planet to live on, though, uh, you know, so it it doesn't matter whether the oil industry survives or not. Uh, It's, you know, it's about the survival of the human race, really. Yeah, I was going to
0: say as well, but the, so these people that are doing these jobs at the moment and then maybe having to change to, to, a, to a different job in a way, it's, it's also mm. our own individual a- adaptivity of, of, being, yeah. of actually learning a new thing, learning a new skill. Mm. Um, something mm. that I've, I've done my whole life is learn new skills. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe that's something to factor into your own thinking is that mm. what can I learn? What, 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 what's the new
1: thing that I can learn <laughs> and mm. keep learning and keep adapting? 'Cause it's well, what this question is, I think we're coming to the end of this question, but what this question yes. has raised to me is, you know, we're talking about big multinational companies, but multinational companies are made up by individual people, and this is going to impact on individual lives. So people on all levels need support. In the oil industry, executives, you know, they need to be shown a, a new way of achieving their objectives in a sustainable way. The employees need to be, have a clear pathway. And, and us, the than consumers we need alternative choices it's all about individuals
0: yeah it always comes down to the individual more than more than we realize sometimes i think yeah. we, we look at the bigger organizations and think they're these big huge yeah. things um but they yeah, at the end of the day they are people aren't they
1: what's our action point we always have an action point at the end of every question if we can what's the action point on this
0: i would say as an individual is actually to keep yourself adapting to the situation and just, just keep just keep ad- adaptation in mind i i think mm. it's good to have an adaptive mind and not be fixed on one job your entire life and look for look for opportunities elsewhere and see, see almost almost understand what's what your what your skill set is and be be mm. ready to adapt to to a new situation i yeah. mean that that can get harder as you get older but i try to challenge that with myself on a, on a regular mm. basis i'm getting older yeah. we all are um mm. i just want to keep adapting and keep doing keep doing maybe doing new things it keeps me going yeah. definitely that's my action
1: okay the action i'd throw out there is don't see everybody uh, every organization as an enemy they're people hmm. deal with big organizations deal with everybody as people as individuals uh, yes. and not as enemies you know we're in this together
0: yeah that's that, that actually funny enough i recall a, a post i think it was about four years ago um about donald trump and there was a uh, caption competition you know describe this man in two words and i literally yeah. just used the words donald trump i think some people mm. forget that he's just a person the people at the yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day you have to remember they are just a person and then mm. if you understand that then you might actually react to them differently
1: okay so to draw this uh episode to a close the first quite listener question of 2021 There's something we've forgotten to pick up again, William. Do you remember what that is? Um, It's nothing to do with the email address, is it? No, it's the letter Z. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We We were doing, uh, for a large part of 2020, uh, William's a photographer and I'm sort of a a, a wildlife, uh, some people call me an expert, but I'm just a wildlife person. At the end of each episode, just to give people something to do and concentrate on during lockdown, Various lockdowns. We were focusing on a letter of the alphabet, uh, picking a letter, and William would uh, do a a photography one uh, with that letter, and I would do relate it to nature. We haven't got to the letter Z yet, William. We're going to have to pick that up. So I'm going to give you about three or four episodes notice that we're going to be doing a Z because we come right to the end of the alphabet and we haven't done Z. I was, I I was. Your word would be. I was
0: ready with ready with the Z already. Yeah, that was the obvious one really for me. Yeah. What zoom?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: talking about the the, uh, the 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 the
1: ability to zoom into something with a camera. Yeah. Okay, so we will do the re- revisit the and finish off that process because we we lost our way with it towards the end. We will, maybe in two or three episodes time we'll get, zoom into this podcast and uh, listen to what I come up with uh, to uh, reflect nature with the letter Z, and you sort of get an insight into what William's going to choose with photography anyway sign out there William yes thanks very much for listening Um, it's been
0: it's been great to get another get another start another podcast for 2021 um, and we're going to be pushing right into this year and uh, and beyond Um, so thanks everybody for listening thanks for your question today uh, Mick as well Um, and we'll see you in the next episode thanks do you want to sign off as well Stuart
1: yeah I'll just say we have got a question in the next episode from somebody from Jorvik
0: We'll leave it at that.